Welcome to From the Hawk's Nest. I'm your host, Matt Bergman, and today my guest is Diane Airy. She's a 1979 QU graduate with a business administration and management degree. She also earned her MBA from QU in 2008. Diane is currently a senior IT manager with ADM in Quincy. She's also chair of the John Wood Community College Board of Trustees, and she has served on several community boards and worked on many community projects. And Diane, it's a pleasure to have you joining us today. Thanks, Matt. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, you've been with ADM and Quincy for over 20 years. Uh, tell us about ADM and, and what the company does. ADM is known as Archer Daniels Midland. They've been around a long time. Uh, they probably, most people probably know them for grain origination and, um, you know, grain mills, flour mills, but they've, you know, over the over the years when they acquired um, what was known as Mormon Manufacturing, sure. which is where I actually started. Um, over the years, they acquired the Quincy Soybean Operation, which was down by the river. And they also acquired the Livestock Feed Company, which was on 30th Street in Quincy. Um, that was in 1998. And so I became part of ADM at that time. Um, ADM has recently diversified into nutrition, uh, probiotics, um, wellness, um, pet foods and pet solutions, as well as their core businesses that they had many, many years ago. So they've diversified into many other areas. Wow. A lot lot of different things there. Yes, there is. It's a lot. <laughs> well, tell us about your role as senior IT manager. What does that involve? Okay, um, sure. It, it probably sounds like I manage the entire ADM operation and as global tech senior manager, but um, my role is specifically for the animal nutrition and pet solutions businesses in the United States, Puerto Rico, and Trinidad. We actually have um, locations in Trinidad. Cool. So I um, handle the IT operations, primarily uh, primarily the application software that they use in those businesses. Um, at one time, we also um, handled all of the infrastructure and operations activities for those same businesses. But that has been, because we got so big, because we grew, um, that part is now handled by a global team uh, around the world somewhere. Some of it's handled in France, some of it's handled in um, Erlanger, Kentucky. So there's different places that support the infrastructure and operations, which would be just it, it, in simplistic, simplistic terms would be like you're running your PCs and your laptops and your mm-hmm. wireless connections. So I primarily focus on the application software, the business software that is used for the animal nutrition and pet solutions business in the U.S. And so does that involve a lot of travel? It, it has in the past. Um, a lot when we first implemented that software, we're, we're using um, a software that we've used since 1995. It's, a, oh. it's one of the top two um, software companies in the world. And we've used it since 1995, but we keep it upgraded and up to date. And I've seen a lot of changes in actually you know, the software itself. So yes, there was a lot of travel when we first implemented, which I'm talking like 
1995, 1996, yeah. through that time. Naturally, when we brought on new acquisitions and new divisions um, in different parts of the uh, country and like Puerto Rico and Trinidad, it involved travel at both locations. And most recently, anytime we bring on an acquisition, but we most recently acquired four pet food companies in the United States. And I have practically spent um, the last six months on site at those locations. I just happened to be in Quincy this week, but <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time on site at those locations with the implementation at those locations. And now, have you always been in IT with, even when it was Mormons, you and just kind of worked no. your way up? No, I, I, I know people think, well, um, they probably think, oh, geez, she must not do very well. She keeps getting moved around. But <laughs> I actually I actually have a business and accounting background. And when I started with Mormons in 1979, I was hired as an inventory cost accountant. And I worked in the accounting group for several years. And then um, I moved to sales. And I, um, I started up the sales, the customer service center, for animal nutrition and for that for Mormons at the time and started up the sales and customer service group and managed that. And then um, that's when they came in and said, we need to overturn our technology and upgrade. So they asked me to serve on a, a, a team, a re-engineering team so that we could look at all of our business processes and make sure we were using we select the right software to do our business. And so I, along with some other business users, served on that team with um, IT individuals. And that was like a two-year effort. Um, and then after that was over with, they asked me, they said, would you be willing to stay in IT? We really need you in IT. So <laughs> I've been in IT since that time. Wow. That's uh, uh, interesting, you know, with a, with an accounting um, yeah, background, no and then you. <laughs> uh, yeah, great. I, a lot of people think because my title has IT that I know everything there is to know about their computer, their phones, <laughs> and I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way. You know, <laughs> IT is such a broad area, yeah. and and mine's more business oriented, like using pro business processes with a software and so forth. So, I'm probably uh, no more able to help somebody with their PC than they are themselves, you know. So your kids and, still have to help you with your cell phone is what you're saying. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> they do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, uh, Diane, let's take a brief break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about your time at QU and discuss areas of service. Stay with us. Okay. You're listening to From the Hawk's Thank Nest. Thank you. Have you dreamed of completing a bachelor's degree but think you can't because you have to work full time? Quincy University's St. Clair Professional Studies Program provides a flexible schedule for adults wanting to complete a degree. Our Professional Studies Program conveniently offers classes online and in the evening so you can work full-time while pursuing your degree. Take the next step in your educational journey. Visit Quincy.edu. And welcome back to From the Hawk's Nest. I'm Matt Bergman, and today we're chatting with 1979 QU grad, Diane Airy. She is the Senior IT Manager at ADM here in Quincy, uh, and really across the country. And um, during our break, we were chatting about a mutual friend uh, who worked at ADM for years and years, has, has since passed away, but uh, Mr. Paul Meyer, who was 
just a, a, a QU celebrity, Mr. QU, people called him. He uh, worked at Mormons, but he spent all of his volunteer time at Quincy University. And um, my favorite story about Paul Meyer were, were the times that he would come into our office and, and preface that by saying that we had a scholarship in his name that he's helped start. And every year, even when he was 92, whatever years old, um, his kids or relatives would get him birthday cards and put a check in for the scholarship. And he was so excited at the week after his birthday to bring us all those checks. And uh, I just remember it was such a win-win, the, really a win-win-win, because the family had an easy gift to get. Paul loved the gift, and students at QU benefited. And Diane, I know uh, Paul was special to you too. He certainly was. I knew him. I knew him at Mormons, and he was a terrific coworker and person to be with. But when I found out that he was affiliated with QU so closely, and especially in the fundraising efforts, and he was so positive about everything. And, and you know, when I first started my job and I had just graduated from QU, you know, you, you don't feel like you have that extra income. But he would, would talk to you in a way that made you feel like, you felt you felt so good after you gave you know gave money to QU because it really made you feel good and he just had that influence I think throughout the years that I worked with him he did it every year he he was a wonderful person to work with and and to to you know work with even through QU he was a wonderful person yes he's uh, great greatly missed and, yeah. you know, in that same vein, you've served on several community organizations, including the Service League, QND Boosters, Quincy Public School Mentor Program, and, of course, we mentioned you're the current chair of the John Wood Board. Um, why does community service mean so much to you? Well, you know, speaking of Paul, I think he was probably the first person that, you know, maybe made me think through that because, you know, and like, again, when you first graduate, you're, you're worried about getting your foot in the door, earning some money, you know, working to buy your first car and all of that. So you're not really thinking about service to the community, but I think working through him and witnessing what he was doing and witnessing what some of the other people that I worked with and knew were doing is what made me think, you know, (laughs) I need to share my blessings and share my talents and, and whatever I can share and, and spare, I need to share. So I slowly became involved in, in different organizations and um, I can't look back and, and regret any moment of that time. I've learned so much, met so many people and, you know, I feel like I'm doing something. Is there any specific position or project that, that really stands out to you as, as uh, unique or, you know, very memorable? They really all did. I mean, they really all do. Um, I have a passion for many of them. I, you know, I had a passion for Quincy Service League because we did so much in the community with the different groups of people um, and the different needs that the community had. Um, but the same is true with working with the schools and St. Peter's. Uh, when my daughters went there, working with St. Peter's in the school association and Notre Dame, when the girls went there, I worked, you know, I was heavily involved in fundraising at um, Notre Dame. And, and most recently and still, I've been with John Wood 
and also on the foundation board as well. Um, and I just think I've said before, and I know John Wood is, is another institution in the community, just like QU. I think they complement each other mm-hmm. and John Wood has been, you know, uh, a great asset to the community as well because yep. it, it gives people a lot of opportunities that aren't just maybe traditional, mm-hmm. um, instructional opportunities. It, it gives them workforce learning and skills and so forth. So I think they've been all special in their own way. I, I don't know that I can point yeah. out one over the other, but I, I don't regret working with any of those institutions or service organizations. And absolutely, John Wood has been a, a fantastic partner for QU over the years. Um, a lot of people don't realize um, that John Wood actually got its start right here on the QU campus. You're exactly right. And, You're exactly uh, right. Uh, and then has blossomed into just such a fantastic facility uh, and is a great part of our community for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go back to uh, your time at Quincy University. What was campus life like when you were here? Maybe share some of your favorite memories, maybe who some of your favorite professors were. Okay. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, there were a lot of fun times, too, on the campus, um, even though I was somewhat, what did they call people? Townie. That, townie. Yeah, townies. <laughs> I, was I wasn't too. really a townie. I, um, I actually did live on campus from my freshman year through my senior year. Um, and I'm glad I did. That was, you know, a great experience. I will, I will share with you that I think Joe Quinn, yes. you, we remember Joe Quinn. Yeah. He was very instrumental in, in talking me into having that college experience and making, you know, making it in an effort to, to make that happen. And I did have a lot of experiences. I met a lot of people from different parts, you know, of the country and being on campus, you know, I, I had a lot of experiences. Some of my most influential instructors, um, probably the one that stands out the most is Dr. Maglieri, mm-hmm. um, especially being in the business, um, you know, sector. He was, he brought business, he brought life to the business instruction that he, you know, whether it was under in the undergraduate program, but I also had him in the graduate program. And it just made it, it brought it to life. Um, you know, he was, he stood out. Now, all of the instructors were very good. Cynthia Heilman was um, very instrumental when I did my master's um, as well, but they were all very good. But I do remember Dr. Maglieri making a big difference. You know, it, it, he's the one that probably really sparked my interest in business and working in a business operation in a corporation. Yeah, he was a, a great guy. I had him as well uh, towards the end of his, right at the very end of his career. And mm-hmm. um, get to reminisce about him a little bit now because we have a scholarship uh, for him here at the university uh, that his wife helps us fundraise for. And she has uh, just been a tremendous um, supporter of that scholarship and uh, has done several challenges to uh, get alums to donate to it. So it's, it is I think just approaching the two hundred thousand dollar mark, oh, which, which is that awesome. Is great. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, it's that it's very exciting. What do you think about um, your time as a student? Looking back, what uh, advice might you give to a current QU student? My advice would be, you know, give it your all. Um, you know, you can have fun and give it your all. And I think that. Um, 
if you have the opportunity to get engaged, it, it makes it so much more real. And I just think it's a short, looking back, that is such a short window of your entire life that it goes fast. And so you need to enjoy it, but you also need to give it your best. And, you know, because sometimes after you go through the programs, if you feel like you could have done better, you probably could have, you know. And so give it all you've got because, honestly, that time goes by so fast, you'll blink. And before you know it, you're out of college and you you may not have those opportunities again. And so I'd say enjoy it and get engaged and and just have the time of your life because it is a very special time of your life. You know, people told me before I had kids that this, you know, blink and it's over and it'll be, it'll go by so quick. And at the time I remember thinking, whatever. (laughs) And uh, last night I helped my oldest son register for senior year of high school classes and was just like, wait a minute, he was just two years old. And (laughs) it is, it is very true. (laughs) Yeah, It happens quick. Well, Diane, any other words of wisdom or um, thoughts as we wrap up today's show? I would say I, you know, I want to thank QU for what they've done for for me, for the community, for um, one of my daughters went there. Um, I think they're a, a great institution. And I guess, you know, even though I say, you know, plan for the future, make sure you live each day and live today because it does go by fast and just, you know, make the best of every day that you've been given. That's, that's very, very, very true. Diane, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today. Thank you. And be sure to tune in next time for another episode of From the Hawk's Nest, where we hear stories from QU alums, Franciscan friars, and students, faculty, and staff about their QU journey. I'm Matt Bergman, and remember, it's always a great day to be a hawk. Hawk.